0: You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. How you doing today? As promised in the daily financial news, I had a special guest for you at 10 o'clock. Uh, we have Carmen Jimenez with us. How are you doing, Carmen? Good. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing very, very well. So let's make sure you introduce yourself to my audience because you're a rock star in Fresno. You run lots of very important things. And then we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about a topic that uh, is near and dear to my heart. But let's introduce you to my audience first.
1: Good morning, everyone. I'm Carmen Jimenez Phillips with Century Twenty One C Watson. I've been here about 22 years, been an investor a little bit over that, um, and, and now um, I'm just loving the being an investor, dealing with that, and hearing topics that Michael offers on his show. And it's just. Uh, Really exciting to know that, you know, we have an ever-changing market that, you know, just keeps us on our toes, right? Yeah. Fresno has been really exciting. Fresno was
0: actually in the news last week. I think you saw it on my Facebook. I think it was the Fresno Bee published that Fresno had the highest rent appreciation in the nation, not in California, in the nation. Uh, yeah. And there's obviously lots of stuff with evictions and for, forbearance and all that stuff. So, Carmen, I know you had a bunch of questions that you wanted to ask me because you and I are both in the thick of it as investors. So I, I'll turn the show over to you and let you ask any and all questions you'd like.
1: OK, this will be fun. Let's turn the tables over on. Yeah. Michael here. Um, now, Michael, you remember in 2020 um, we on the ballot, we had um, rent control, mm-hmm. which the voters turned down. Right. So we thought that was over. And uh, before we knew it, you know, Sacramento imposed rent control, right? So we were subject to rent control and it was not only imposed during the uh, voting period, after the voting period, but retroactive to March. So those that purchased thought, oh, I'm okay. I made it through, I bought, you know, before the law passed, but no. So how do we go from having rent control is very important question to the highest rental market in the nation, like you mentioned. that's It
0: is really interesting when you look at that, because, again, let's tie the statistics, right? So, um, again, first off, Sacramento went against the voters, in my opinion, and it's one of the reasons that I think Gavin Newsom needs to go, right? He asked us to vote. We voted. He didn't like the answer, so he said we were wrong, which is I don't think what politicians should do. So he passed AB 3088, which established rent control. It does have some subtleties. It's for units, not single family homes. Uh, A duplex, if the owner lives in one unit, is not under rent control. Outside of that, it's unit based. So, if you're a mom and pop investor and you have houses, uh, you are not subject to AB 3088 in most cases, right? There are some calls if you're in an LLC and some other things where you could be impacted, but most mom and pop investors aren't. So, that's one area where you're going to see rental appreciation, right? Because 3088, AB Assembly Bill 3088, I believe it is, said 5% was the max plus inflation, which for 2021 was about 6% was the max. And then you go ahead and read the Fresno B, and it says 11%. So I scratched my head and went, what does that mean? Well, first and foremost, there probably are some landlords that are doing bad behavior. Let's just be honest. There are slumlords, there are bad actors, just like there are bad tenants, there are bad landlords. So I'm sure that's in the data. But second thing, we are seeing, again, I could look at my portfolio. My rental rates in apartments are flat or down. My rental rates in houses are up, and in some cases up a lot because what we are seeing in this environment of forbearance and eviction moratoriums is the supply of rental homes Mm -hmm. is as low as I've ever seen. I've been in Fresno for 20 years. Um, I've never seen a market uh, where single family homes are like literally measured in hours when they're available. They're taken that fast and for significant jumps. In addition to that, we are seeing out of state, um, out of area buyers in Fresno almost like I've never seen. I saw some of this in 06, where they're buying more and more homes because they can get cheap 30-year money. They think the stock market is risky. So another thing we're seeing is we're seeing out-of-area buyers take what used to be legacy owner-occupant homes and make them rentals. And again, homes are, are having rent increases far greater than apartments, at least in my experience, in my portfolio. So I think that is how you do it around an assembly bill or around rent control. It's the assets not under rent control.
1: Yeah, and let's uh, let's be clear about something. It's not the highest rents, but it's the highest jump in rents. Correct, right? oh yeah,
0: appreciate, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, wanna yeah. make that
1: clear for whoever's listening.
0: Yeah, Fresno is not the highest rents in California by any stretch, <laughs> not even close.
1: Yeah, and it's still very affordable though. Yeah. So what you mentioned makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Fresno is a great place to be. It's a great place. I mean, a family of four can live on 60 grand. There's a large percentage of California that that's unfortunately not true. Uh, we're seeing Fresno get a lot of Bay Area talent move to Fresno because you, you, it's just cheaper, great quality of life. I think Fresno is going to be bigger and stronger the next five to 10 years. Uh, and I'm happy to see it. I, I think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, and the other the other thing then you mentioned, you know, we're getting a lot of buyers from the out of the area, Bay Area, San Jose, San Francisco, San Diego, everywhere. Yeah, but it's making it more unaffordable for those that live here. That's one thing I think that hasn't changed over the last uh, two decades. You know, yeah. that continues to where it becomes affordable at one point, then the trend changes, the the lines, uh, you know, disalign.
0: Yeah, there's something that uh, you know, Carmen. We've talked before. I follow the affordability index. And I follow it for Fresno. So I've been, I've been tracking it for almost 20 years. Uh, when I started the affordability index measured by the California Association of Realtors, car.org, you can go look it up. Uh, Fresno was over 50, which meant it was very affordable for the average income, the average family in Fresno. By, the, by 2006 or seven, I forget what quarter it was, it got as low as 20, which is not affordable. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's not a healthy market. That's an overheated market. Uh, But if you look at it today, it's about 47 or 48. So it's pretty affordable. The problem today, Carmen, is not affordability. It's actually inventory. Inventory is the problem. What we saw in 2020, which I believe is going to unlock this year, is we saw the move-up buyer freeze, right? If you bought a entry-level home five years ago in Fresno, you would normally be right about time thinking about upgrading nicer newer but not last year you're like nope i'm good i'm going to paint my kids bedroom i'm going to change the carpet i'm going to add some i'm going to add a, a patio set to the backyard i think what's going to happen in 2021 come april and we're already starting to see it a little bit in the data is that move up buyer is going to go i'm done i want a nicer bigger house so you're actually, Carmen, going to get two sales out of the transaction. You're going to get the listing on the affordable home, which is going to sell like hotcakes. And then you're going to get them to move up to the, you know, they're going to sell a, an entry-level home at 280, and they're going to buy the home at 350 or 360. Uh, that's a part of the mar- market that was, for the most part, frozen last year. And that's the problem. So I think a Fresno is still affordable at a, a score of 48. It's just, there's no inventory nobody can buy. It's it's very
1: frustrating. Yeah, and those that can, you know, you really have to uh, buy sometimes um, removing contingency on appraisal. Uh, so you do have to have a little bit of extra money, which a lot of the introductory buyers don't have. Yeah. Um, so that leads, you know, to buyers coming in from out of the area that maybe have sold something for 500,000 in San Jose and are yeah. buying cash here or can afford to put down 20, 30, $50,000 in to gap the appraisal.
0: Yeah. Uh, being a first-time FHA buyer or VA buyer in Fresno today is very hard. And it's, yeah. it's not affordability. It's, it's, it, it probably feels the same way, but I think it's important for investors when they're looking at this. Fresno is still affordable. and uh, mm-hmm. right Affordability is a combination of interest rate, price, and incomes. It's a 48. When I started, it was 51. It's very affordable. It's just that there's never been this low inventory. You're down to weeks of inventory. And if you look at uh, inventory below 300, you're days of inventory. I've been doing this 20 years. I've never seen it. Never seen it anywhere close to this. That's the stuff that has to unlock. If, yes. it, if, if it doesn't unlock, I mean, man, if it doesn't unlock, prices are really gonna shoot up. Um, man, it's it just has to unlock. We gotta have more inventory.
1: Now that poses another question. You know, uh, we're talking about inventory a little bit um, with the restrictions on landlords, do are we seeing changes to landlords where maybe they don't wanna deal with um, with investments right now? Because, uh, you oh, know, yeah. let's be real. Uh, have we, being a landlord right now, you feel like you're, um, what, what is the word I wanna use? You're like, being attacked. Uh, attacked, like hostage to your own property, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Being a landlord, being a mom and pop landlord the last 12 months has been somewhere between rough and sucks, right? It's somewhere in that spectrum. It's not been a lot of fun. And there are going to be plenty of what I call mom and pop landlords that this was the final straw, right? They get kicked in the groin by Gavin Newsom, you know, with 3088 as we started with, right? That was a surprise out of nowhere. Then they get kicked in the groin by this. And then the eviction moratorium. And the, and oh, by the way, you know I have a tenant that hasn't paid rent in 10 months or 11 months. I had to replace a roof mount, a, a heater cooler, $6,000 on that unit. He hasn't paid rent in 11 months. I still had to replace it. I still have operating costs. I still have to pay my mortgage. It's been very difficult in some situations. And I do think there'll be plenty of mom. This is what's going to happen. Mom and pop are going to get through this because we're almost out. Then they're going to issue their tenants a 60-day notice. They're going to say, Mr. or Mr. Tenant, I'm done. Get out. Legally, get out. They're going to get out. Then they're going to clean it up. They're going to throw some spit and polish and paint and you know change the carpets. Then they're going to come to you, Carmen, and say, sell this to an owner-occupant. This could be where inventory unlocks. But I can already hear Sacramento crying because what's going to happen is we're gonna get some more owner-occupant buyers, but then they're gonna start crying, what happened to my affordable rentals? Where are my affordable rentals? Well, Sacramento, you screwed mom and pop, and now they're gonna screw you back. They're gonna sell it for maximum dollars in a hot market. They're gonna take the profit, and they're gonna say, thank you very much, I'm done.
1: But let's be. Uh, let's also consider though that, uh, like you mentioned, Fresno is very affordable in pricing and rents too. Mm-hmm. So because of that, we don't see that a lot of uh, tenants are lacking in their payments. Uh, I mean, out of, say, if you had 100 doors, uh, would you say maybe two aren't paying? That's not a big number.
0: No, it's not a big number. Um, And it's about that ratio. So we've been collecting in the high 94, 95% for 11 months, uh, which is, I mean, it should be higher. I mean, normally be 97 or 98. So it's lower, but it's Mm -hmm. not atrocious, right? To your point. Um, but there are some mom and pop landlords, right? If you have two units or three units and one of them's not paying, you got the, you got, you were unlucky. That's rough. Yeah. It's rough. You're not going to make any money. And then you have a $6,000 repair item. You're really not going to like that. There were, there are going to be plenty of mom and pop investors who bought properties 20 years ago, right? Fresno 20 years ago, 30, 40, $50,000. They've depreciated to zero. And they're sixty years old. They're like, I'm done. This is my last crisis. I'm out. I'm going to sell, and I'm going to move to Arizona or Texas or whatever. I do think I do think Fresno is going to lose three to five percent of their affordable rental units. That may not sound like a lot, but when you are already behind by like twenty percent, a loss of three percent is going to you're going to feel that, and um, that's going to be unfortunate.
1: Yeah, I like, I like, uh, I know that you're a numbers person. So that's really helpful in in understanding what's going on right now. Now, we talked about the Fresno market and the, um, you know, the lack of inventory, the high, the jump in Mm rents. but we're seeing changes too. For example, in San Francisco, San Jose, San Diego, those markets are are suffering in their rental markets. So the rents are reducing because, you know, what's going on there? People just uh, leaving now that we have
0: remote work? Yeah, so what we're having in like San Francisco is the best example. It's ha- where Fresno has the largest appreciation of rent. They have the largest decline in rent. Fresno, or San Francisco's rent's down 31%. Yeah. So what has happened in San Francisco is they basically attack, local government has attacked tech workers. Basically, we don't want to, we're gonna add wealth tax. We're gonna do all of these things. And this environment, as you've said, has made work from home real, not only real, but now it's encouraged.
1: Mm-hmm. Their
0: employers in San Francisco are saying, we are, we're, not gonna, we're not gonna renew the lease for our office. We want our folks to work from home. The greatest example I think is Pinterest. I think it was Pinterest. They canceled a 10 year lease by paying $30 million. Think about that. The company so wanted out of San Francisco that they spent $30 million today to break a 10 year lease and then have their employees work remotely. So San Francisco is going to have a decade of pain. If you have any debt in San Francisco, you are not enjoying life. A 31% rent drop means you are losing money. Unless you have it for cash, you are losing money. And then what we're seeing is urban core like San Francisco is not the spot to be. But if you can be within driving distance to San Francisco, a la Fresno, Mm -hmm. the Central Valley. You get the best of both worlds. You can you can work from home, but oh by the way, if I got to go to the office once a month, it's an easy drive: ninety nine, one fifty two, one hundred uh, one. Cake. You know, I think Fresno will be stronger, and I think San Francisco will have opportunities, but it's not. Af- it's not until five years of just sheer pain is felt by the operators, and there will be there will be properties that are lost to foreclosure in San Francisco. Because you just can't. Thirty-one percent rent drop when an average landlord makes nine cents. That's tough.
1: And I saw too. I was reading the San Francisco Journal, and there were companies coming in, or I should yeah, companies, investors coming in from Chicago, buying up uh, hundreds of units in San Francisco. So we didn't see that too much before, but now it's becoming where you know having large number of units can be a liability to an owner so what do they do is you know maybe it's a good opportunity for those big investors to come in and purchase where they couldn't before
0: yeah again i think here's what i believe it's the same thing for new york city and in la um they are going to have their price adjustments it's going to be double digits but is san francisco going to fall into the bay no Right. What's, what's the downside of San Francisco? Well, it gets back to being what it used to be. It used to be for artists in this eclectic area and, and techies just don't go there anymore. That's, that's not a horrible outcome. It's just cheaper. And maybe the average person can afford to live there and rent, and you don't have to make 200 grand to afford a studio. That's ridiculous. Where I talked about affordability in Fresno today being a 48, it's a 12 in San Francisco. San Francisco is not affordable for the average person. That's not okay. So, you know, as you have rent declines and I'll have value declines and value declines, you know, the average person will be there. And then eventually investors will make sense. They'll come back and they'll buy again. But I think it's, you have to have some dominoes fall and it will take years for us to find a bottom, but there will be a time to buy properties cheap in San Francisco. It may be 23, maybe 24, maybe 25, but... You know, it's not today, San Francisco. And,
1: and cheap to us is probably maybe um, seven hundred thousand oh, dollars, right? No, no, not that fixed. Yeah, not- upper, it's one point five million.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheap for San Francisco, not cheap for most of the country. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's very good. That's very interesting. You know, I was talking to a new home subdivision, and they were saying two out of four buyers that were coming in into Fresno were buying. Uh, they were from out of the area, L.A. Yeah. Um, the Bay Area.
0: Again, I believe Fresno, right? Every crisis, there's winners and losers, right? The, cr- the loser in this crisis are big urban core areas that, you know, San Francisco, New York, Chicago, Seattle, Portland of the world. Who's going to win? Places where you can live comfortably as a family, where you mm-hmm. don't have to take every nickel and pray you can get to the end of the month. Fresno is going to be a winner from this crisis. And it may be the number one winner in all of California, in my opinion. I'm very excited by what I see in Fresno over the next five to 10 years.
1: I'm glad you are because I have to tell you the um, but local buyers here are, are not right now. Well,
0: They're again, really you gotta, right yeah.
1: well,
0: <laughs> I mean, I get it, right? I'm not buying a lot of stuff today but I did my work for the last 20 years. Right? Mm-hmm. To be a new buyer today is tough. Prices are going to go up. And oh, by the way, if interest rates go up in conjunction, that's really going to hurt affordability. But again, I'm I'm thinking about the city, not my network. Yes. yes, I'd like to buy more. Yes, I'd like, I would love for it to be 2010 all over again. But that's not the right thing for Fresno. That's not the right thing for most people. You know, yeah, poo, poo-poo on you if you want it to be yeah. like 2010 again. Let's let's have a vibrant economy where more people win, and it 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 you know it's okay to hold stuff long term. You know it's okay.
1: Yeah, the economy has to evolve a little bit. I had a, funny you said that. I have a home where I had a vacancy and I was going to exchange that for units. Um, this home I think we purchased uh, I want to say maybe seven years ago, six years ago for one hundred and twenty some thousand dollars. It was a REO. Yep. And now it's worth uh, two ninety. So it was very tempting, yeah. but I, I didn't sell it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have a cost basis. You have property taxes. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. I don't think, that, you know, again, in my book, I write about exchanges, houses for apartments. That's something we did in 2007 or eight. I think that time's coming. It's just not today. I think units are overpriced in Fresno. Yeah,
1: they're definitely. So scarce,
0: they're overpriced. So I don't like playing in that environment. I'm going to buy as many homes as I can. Uh, and then I'm going to go buy units when the units break because there will be a time. You can't, you can't keep them long term. When you get interest rate risk or interest rate shock, and you have to reset it five or seven year terms, you know there will be a time. It's just not today. So I, I think keeping that house is probably a good idea.
1: Or like you say, with um, government control or any other changes, the eviction monitorium, I, Who knows yeah. what will happen in the next six months here?
0: Yeah, it's a good thing to have houses. I I love every house I have. <laughs> Yes. Any other thoughts or questions?
1: Um no, I think that was, uh, you know, the biggest uh, concern cool. uh, for us, you know, that we've been watching the market. Um, like you say, I think uh, the market has to evolve, you know, like any other market. The real estate market is an economy in its own, mm-hmm, and it sure. needs to evolve in order for there to be um, more success. Uh, we're going to have the uh, president of the ED, uh, economic uh, commission opportunities coming in, I think, in March to talk about what's going on in Fresno. And we are attracting more companies, yeah. um, more investors um, that are looking to, you know, make Fresno home. So I think that's going to be a little bit of a growth pattern here economically. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited on that side. But being a realtor, being an investor, you know, it's really tough to find good deals right now. That's the other spectrum of things.
0: Yeah. Well, Carmen, do me a favor. Thank you for doing this. Remind people where you work and how they can get a hold of you if they want to talk Fresno.
1: Carmen Jimenez Phillips with Century 21, you can reach me at 559 269 5321 And remember, I chair investors exchangers. So you're welcome anytime where we deal with um, anything that happens in the market with investors. You know, we try to promote and uh, that realtors, you know, become investors or how they can deal with their investors because uh, being an investor is not an easy uh, thing to be. And dealing with them, it's it's not uh, you know the easiest thing either.
0: Amen to that. Well, Carmen, thank you very much for doing this. Always great talking to you.
1: It was fun. We'll see you later.
0: You got it.